This is The Structuring Podcast. Welcome back. It's Terry War here with The Structuring Podcast. Today we're on episode 36 and we're going to cover travel and tax in relation to residential and commercial properties. All right, so the laws changed in about 2019 to make travel no longer deductible for the majority of taxpayers for residential property. Prior to that, anyone could potentially fly up to their unit on the Gold Coast, claim they were going to inspect it and potentially claim the airfares, the hotel, meals, public transport, taxis, etc., That's no longer possible because of Section 26-31 of the Income Tax Assessment Act 1997. So that legislation was inserted in 2019 to restrict the deductions. So that applies to individuals, trusts and self-managed super funds, but it doesn't apply to those conducting a business to companies or to commercial property. So an individual can potentially own a commercial property, which maybe they shouldn't, but that's a different story. If they did own a commercial property, they could still claim travel in relation to that property. This new section only covers residential property. And by amending the laws, the government expects to save over $200 million in tax. So that perhaps shows how widespread the claiming of travel was in relation to property. So if a expense is not deductible against the income, it can generally be deductible as a cost-based expense when the asset is sold. However, that's not the case with travel in relation to residential property. And that's because of section 110-38 subsection 4, which means the travel in relation to investment properties, residential investment properties cannot form part of the cost base. And that includes travel in relation to the purchase or sale of the property, but also travel in relation to repairs or upkeep of the property. And as mentioned, this doesn't apply to commercial property. It doesn't apply to residential property that is owned by a company. And it doesn't apply to residential property that is owned by the trustee of a unit trust where all the unit holders are companies. So those entities can still claim travel. You might be wondering how a company could claim travel because it can't move. Well, the director or an employee of the company might do the traveling themselves and they might be reimbursed for their efforts by the company. This also doesn't apply to residential properties where the taxpayer is running a business. An example of that might be someone using one of their residential properties as an Airbnb property. So they may have to drive in and change the sheets or fix the damage caused by parties. If they do that, it's travel in relation to a business, so the travel could still potentially be deductible. That's it for this week, and next week we're going to tackle cross-collateralization. And remember, make sure you get tax advice before relying on any of this because it could be wrong or you could be misinterpreting what I've said. Okay, until next week, bye for now. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.